Over 300 vehicles to choose from. Midway Chrysler is sure to have what you're looking for. Number four, Midway Chrysler will pay you a top dollar for your trade, whether you purchase from us or not. And number five, as part of a dealer group with over 95 years history selling cars, Midway understands what it means to take care of a customer before, during, and after the sale. Midway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Kearney is your local full-line Chrysler dealership, saving you time and money without sacrificing selection or service. Visit us at www.thinkmidway.com. Catch Husker basketball tonight on 1230 AM KHAS as the Nebraska women take on 6-2 Arkansas State. Tip off at 7 o'clock, the Huskers and Arkansas State. Women's hoops tonight at 7 on 1230 KHAS. The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. On the post, Coster banging off the defender. Jump pass in the corner to Roseberry. Out to Koski. Back into Coster. Open in the lane. Six-footer won't roll. Rebound. Coster finds for it. Grabs it. Finds the trailer. Techmeyer lays it in. Tonight, it's the final games before Christmas for the Kearney Bearcats as they welcome in the Gretna Dragons. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Rebound tipped around, comes all the way out of the wing, and Snyder is able to grab it. She'll drive the lane. The leader is good. Both Gretna teams are 5-1 this season, while the Kearney boys will try to bounce back from their first loss this season at Fremont. And the girls will look to improve from their scare versus Aurora. It's the Dragons and Bearcats coming up next, but first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Kearney High with ESPN Sports Director Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone. From Kearney High School, a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Week. Doug Dudo, along with our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, getting you ready for the final Kearney Bearcat games before the GNAC Holiday Tournament next Monday through Wednesday in McCook. And it'll be a challenge here tonight as it's a battle of state-rated teams as the Kearney Bearcats take on the Gretna Dragons. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. In the girls game, Carney struggled before winning at the end Saturday afternoon to down Aurora 45-43. Their only loss is to number one Millard West. For the Gretna girls, they had won five in a row before falling to Waverly over the weekend. And uh, the Waverly girls, a solid basketball team as well, ranked ahead of them fifth in the preseason rankings where Gretna was ranked 6th and 7th in B, Carney 7 and 10 in Class A. In the boys game, once again, 3 and 1 versus 5 and 1. The Bearcat boys will try and bounce back from their first loss of the season at state-rated Fremont on Saturday and where they played gamely and just fell a little too far behind in that one. And for the Gretna boys, their only loss came in that Grand Island Central Catholic early season tournament to Omaha Scott in the championship game, and they have wins over uh, Norfolk Catholic in Mount Michael, Bennington, Elkhorn South, and a three-point win this weekend 
over Waverly. We'll take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's girls game right after this on ESPN Radio. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Welcome back to Kearney High School as we get ready to take a look at the starting lineups. We also want to remind you that we also have high school basketball tonight on Classic Hits 98.9 as the Amherst Broncos take on the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Girls will get going just after 6 o'clock and the boys at around 7.45 tonight. And again over there, the boys game is a battle of preseason state-rated top 10 teams who are off to an unbeaten start. Girls teams both have four wins on the season. Also going on tonight, Kearney Catholic is down the road at Overton, Giltner's at Palmer, and Axtell and Pleasanton are hosting their holiday tournaments over the next two nights. We'll take a break and be back with the starting lineups as we continue here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. This is Justin Schwartz, Market President of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Now look at the stunning letters brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the Gretna Dragons, number three is a five foot six inch senior, Jada Ruff. Number four is a 5'10 senior, Maddie Meadows. Number 11, 5'11 sophomore, Anna Stoltenberg. Number 12, a 5'11 junior, Lauren Leapley. And number 14, a 5'9 sophomore, Carly Kuhn. The head coach used to be at Carney Catholic for a number of years, Jerome Scudler, assisted by Dave Hubert, Sarah Crossgrove, Ian Swanson, Sarah Hannon, and Brittany Cromosta. They are 5-1 on the season for the Gretna High Dragons. 
Now for the Carney Lady Bearcats, number four is a 5'9 junior, Mariah Rost. Number five, a 5'6 junior, Kelsey Clark. Number 14, a 5'9 senior, Lauren Spiker. Number 24, a 5'11 senior, Taylor Moran. And number 30, a 5'10 senior, Skylar Snyder. Head coach of the Bearcats, Jason Boyd, assisted by Don Clark, Carmen Grant, and J.D. Carson, 3-1 on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, and we'll tip it off after this. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, 1st Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. And welcome back to Carney High. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitchell Stein of the fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school hoops. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Gretna, the Dragons, wearing their green uniforms with gold and white trim, the home white and blue trim for the Kearney Bearcats. And they will control the opening tip, and we are underway on this 21st day of December. And Gretna will come out and play the Cats at a man-to-man, and immediately we've got a tie-up at midcourt. Nice job by Jada Ruff to come in and force the jump. And, of course, that means it goes to Gretna. So Kearney couldn't get five feet up the floor after the tip, and they will turn it over here on the opening possession after a Cold shooting day on Saturday against Aurora. So a tight one, but Carney won. Gretna suffered their first loss on Friday night. And the Bearcats are going to come out and play zone, it looks like, against the Gretna Dragons. Make them shoot the ball from the outside. Try to get it inside. A bounce pass will be kicked away as Leapley looked to get it into Stoltenberg. And not a ton of like 6-2 players, but 5-10, 5-11, A little taller team here for Gretna. As they'll inbound it into the corner, catch and shoot three by Meadows, rattling around, no good, offensive rebound, is pulled down by Leapley, and she'll kick it out and take a three herself and hit it. Lauren Leapley hits the three-point bucket, and Aurora knocked down a few threes on Carney on Saturday, and trying to go coast-to-coast off the inbounds and drawing the blocking foul will be Skylar Snyder. She just put her head down and went right into the middle of the lane and draws the blocking foul on Anna Stoltenberg. Now, Stoltenberg... Wasn't expecting to have somebody right there all of a sudden and did not get set. So Snyder, who off to a slow start this season with the back injury, is starting to come into her own. And, of course, Taylor Moran had missed quite a bit of time already early in the season. Trying to get healthy here in the month of December. First free throw, good. Second free throw, no good. And Stoltenberg will pull down the rebound here for Gretna. Kicks it out of the right wing to Meadows. Quickly into the deep right-hand corner to Ruff. Back to Meadows, 4-3. It's off the iron, no good. Long rebound, though, and Gretna is able to run it down with Matty Meadows. So a couple of misses, but a couple of boards. Gretna gets it in the paint, kicks it out to Ruff. Looking to get the three-pointer, no. And kicks it back around the circle here. 3-1. to one. In favor of Gretna, and the ball stolen away. Carney comes away with the steal, and Gretna able to pick up the ball, get it into the front court. Three-pointer is fired and hit by Lauren Spiker. First three of the ball game, first shot of the game, and it's 4-3. Carney High is up 4-3. 90 seconds into the ball game. 
Into the right-hand corner is Ruff. Ruff drives the baseline, passes it off, and has it knocked away. Spiker will come away with a loose basketball. The Bearcats outlet pass into the front court. Snyder got there first. She scores, and she's fouled. That's one where Gretna just reached out and tried to commit the foul to not allow her to shoot, but Snyder was too strong and powered right through it. So a chance at a three-point play. Six quick ones here for Carney. The foul called on Lauren Leapley, her first, and the team's second. The free throw is up and in. So it's 7-3 now. Bearcats lead it by four here on ESPN. KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings, and early start tonight. JV's playing to the other gym. Gretna drives in. The ball slides out of the hands of Carly Cunis. She went up. Third turnover for the Dragons. To the other end, Spiker pulls up for Maine and hits it. Spiker with five. Snyder with four. Nine in a row by the Bearcats. And they have run it out to a six-point lead. And head coach Scudler wants to call a timeout. With 5.51 to go here in the first quarter of play, the Bearcats have already put nine on the board, and they lead it 9-3. to three. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. And welcome back to high school basketball here on ESPN Radio, where the crowd is filling in. Hey, we also want to let you folks know if you're not headed up to the girls' game, maybe the boys' game, Tom Osborne is in town. He is at a book signing at the Solid Rock until 6.30 on the Bricks downtown Kearney. So if you want to get the new book from Coach Osborne and get it signed, Coach Osborne is at Solid Rock till 6.30 tonight. Right here, Kearney girls are out to a quick 9-3 lead. This zone is giving Gretna fits. They've taken a few threes but can't get anything inside, and when they do, they kick it back out. They've turned it over three times already in the first two minutes. They'll try to lob it down to the post to Anna Stoltenberg, but no power move to the hoop, so they kick it back out. Meadows drives, tipped away. Into the corner it goes to Leapley, and she'll hit the three. Lauren Leapley has both three-point buckets here for Gretna, and it's 9-6. Into the front court with it will be Clark. Clark gives it up top to Skyler. Snyder, the leading scorer here for the Bearcats. Stutter dribble, crossover between the legs, and has to get rid of it over here to Clark. Gretna will chase the basketball. It looks like maybe they've switched from the early man-to-man and go to a 3-2 zone here. With it up top, Spiker. They're really getting on. Maybe more of a triangle in two because they are shadowing Spiker, and Snyder forces her way into the paint again and scores. Snyder. Signed to Seton Hall, 11-6, Bearcats. On the post, Stoltenberg, turn around, Jepper got the shot away, and it rolls around and no good. Rebound brought down by Taylor Moran, and Moran will dribble it up across the timeline. Nobody on her, so she'll stop and give it off there to Kelsey Clark. Clark between the circles, already 11 points on the board. Carney only had 45 on Saturday. Three of those in the last second. Skip pass right corner, back up to Spiker. Thought about it, now a low pass to Moran, and she's able to save it before it gets to the midcourt stripe. Moran, skip pass in the corner. Clark, ball fake, drives baseline right side with contact, puts it up and draws the foul, and it's going to be on Jada Ruff. Her first, the team's third, and for the third time, the Bearcats will go to the foul line with Kelsey Clark to do the shooting. Bearcats averaging 
49 and a half points per game, and this free throw is up, and it is in for Clark. And the second free throw now coming up after Jason Russell checks in for Gretna. And the shot's in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Stoltenberg. Again, for our Gretna friends or anywhere that you want to listen to the game, we're online at platriverpreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Schedule a campus visit today. Gretna continues to work around the zone. Another three is on the way, and it is good for Matty Meadows. Three of five from the outside, and that is all of Gretna's points. Kearney 12 and Gretna 9 as Snyder brings it to the top of the circle, lobs it into the post. Moran puts it on the floor, now kicks it out. Spiker for the answering three. It's over everything, and an offensive rebound brought down by Mariah Rost. Out to Snyder. She'll try a three. It is no good, and we've got a foul underneath on Moran. Over the back there of the Gretna Dragons. That'll be the first foul of the game on Carney High. And a chance for Gretna to tie with another three. 3.20 to go here in quarter number one. 12-9, Carney High. Trying to tie it up and get the job done. Is going to be Kelsey Clark sneaking in behind Russell. And we'll see the arrow point towards Carney. Four turnovers now for Gretna. The only turnover for the Bearcats was on the opening tip. They controlled it, took a couple of dribbles, and then a jump ball was called. Everyone in their Be Strong t-shirts here tonight at Kearney. Boys game will be next. All in support of our friend Paul Baronic. Skip pass over here on the left wing. Carney High girls work it up top from Rost. She'll get it to Clark. Three-pointers off the front of the iron. It is no good. Offensive rebound, Moran. She'll scoop it back up and in. So Taylor Moran with an offensive putback for her first bucket of the ball game. 14-9 and a steal made. Snyder comes away with the steal, wants to run. Good bounce pass, but it was not grabbed by Clark. And she tried to make the bounce pass off the dribble, and it just skidded on her. That'll be the second turnover here for the Bearcats. And into the ball game. Here comes Cassidy Bartonhagen. Also into the ball game will be Faith Ross. So Bartonhagen, Ross, Lauren Leapley, Jason Russell, and bringing the ball into the front court, Matty Meadows. Looking at the three, passing out at this time is Ross against the Kearney zone. And the ball tipped. Snyder tipped it, and Spiker picks it up. Six turnovers for Gretna. And again, still no two-point buckets for the Dragons. Three threes, and they're down 14-9. Snyder crossover to the high post, tries to lob it over the top to Ross. The ball is loose. It will be a jump. It will be Gretna basketball. We will have Monday night football after our basketball action tonight here on ESPN Radio. The Lions will be taking on the Saints. And now Carney High is going to go to the bench. Avery Wood checks in. So does Lauren Strubing. So Wood and Strubing slide into the ball game, giving a breather here to Rost and to Moran. 14-9, Carney. 2-10 to go first quarter. Gretna works the ball around the perimeter. In front of the Rowdies, every time somebody has it, they say shoot it. So they do. The three-pointer is in and out no good by Ross. Offensive rebound back up and in by Matty Meadows. And Gretna has done a pretty good job of getting some offensive boards off those missed threes. That's their first two-point bucket of the ball game, 14-11 Bearcats, 1.45 to go here in the first on ESPN Radio. On the left wing with it is Avery Wood. Skip past the Snyder, powers away in. Scoop shot off the glass, strong, and we've got a foul on the Bearcats. Wood trying to get the rebound, called for the foul on Lauren Leapley, who got the board. First foul on Wood. 
The GNAC tournament brackets are out. We'll talk about those when halftime rolls around. Carney boys and girls, along with Hastings, Lexington. The tournament is in McCook this year, next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Here's a three-pointer left-hand corner. Barton Hagen, it's off the iron, no good. Long rebound is grabbed by Skyler Snyder. Outlet pass to Wood, trying to beat everybody down the floor, and she does. Avery Wood will lay it up and score. And the Bearcats, 16 here in the first quarter. And there's still over a minute to go, 16 to 11. Gretna, high post, turnaround jumper on the way. Nothing but net for Russell. That's the first little mid-range jumper we've even seen Gretna attempt. 16-13. Carney walks the ball up the floor. Coach Boyd says, let's go. There's still 50 seconds to go. Carney's in a good rhythm. No need to hold the ball. Spiker lobs it down to the baseline. Catch and pop it out of there for Strubing. Finds the cutting Snyder. Had it partially blocked on the way up. It's no good to the rebound. Grabbed by Faith Ross. A chance to tie with a three here for Gretna. So despite the turnovers and the lack of paint production, Gretna is still right there in the ball game. And we're going to get a travel call to the Dragons. Passing the basketball around their seventh turnover. And Carly Kuhn and Jada Ruff will re-enter the lineup here for Gretna. Good crowd on hand continues to file in. Glad you're along with us here on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Now Carney will play for the last shot with 18 seconds to go. Dribbling at the top of the circle is Clark. Gets it to Wood on the left wing. Closely guarded out there by Kuhn. She'll use the screen, get it over to Snyder. Snyder checks the clock, shoots the three, hits the three with five seconds to go. Can Gretna get a shot away from half court? They will not notice how much time is on the clock, and that is the end of the first quarter of play. Carney 19 and Gretna 13. A lot of offense in the first eight minutes. We'll tell you more about it. Get ready for quarter two after this on ESPN Radio. Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and both fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda here at Kearney High, ready for the second quarter of tonight's girls basketball game. Kearney will have the ball, and they lead it by a score of 19-13. to Skyler Snyder with nine in the first quarter. Lauren Spiker had five. couple of threes for Lauren Leapley. She's got six. Maddie Meadows has five for Gretna. The number, though, in the first quarter with the turnovers, Gretna seven, Kearney three. Rebound seven, Gretna, and four for the Bearcats. So Carney high basketball up top to Snyder. Tries to make a move down the middle of the lane. Lost the handle, and we should have an uncontested layup for the Dragons. Down with the left-hand scoop shot, Lauren Leepler. 19-15. Cutting into what was the largest Bearcat lead here to start the second quarter. Carney into the front court. Get it to Snyder. 
Looks in the paint, skips it over to Wood. Back over to Spiker. Now inside, Snyder post up, turn around, ran into the defender in Jada Ruff. Scramble for the ball and a foul on Ruff. That'll be the second on Jada, and they will say that Snyder was on her way up. So two free throws here for Snyder. She's two of three at the line. And already with this free throw, if she can make one of them, will be into double digits. First one skipped out. Now coming in for Gretna, Faith Ross. And with the two fouls, Ruff will come out for a little bit. 19-15. Second free throw skims out, so it remains that way. Trying to save the ball is going to be Carney's Lauren Strubing, but can't quite before it goes out of bounds. Strubing, Snyder, Spiker, Wood, and Clark on the floor for Carney, leading at 19-15. First minute of the second quarter, Gretna basketball and Meadows. Up between the circles, the Bearcats are in a man-to-man. Switch it over the right side of the key to Faith Ross. Guarded up there by Clark. Quickly rotated over to Meadows. Meadows, left hand, goes to the left baseline. Takes the jumper from 12, no good. Rebound, Snyder. Snyder, outlet pass. Gets it to Spiker out ahead of the pack, but missed the layup. Offensive rebound, Strubing. Tries to hand it off in the paint. Wood needs to get out of there, and she does. Kicks it out for a three. It is no good. Rebound brought down again by Strubing. And again a three, this time Clark straight away, no good. And finally, Gretna gets out of there with a the basketball, and they're on the run. One-on-one, drawing the contact, scoring, and drawing a blocking foul will be Carly Kuhn. Are they going to? No, they're going to wave it off. They did call a charge. I thought he was counting the bucket. Thought he was counting the bucket. They'll wave it off, and it'll be the first charge and the first foul on Carly Kuhn. 15 foul on the Dragons, 6.39 to go here. In quarter number two at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Look at the first half stats, preview the boys' game. Look at the holiday tournaments. Carney has not scored here in the first 90 seconds of the second quarter. 19-15 Bearcats. Back into the ball game is Mariah Rost. Swinging around the perimeter here, Avery Wood. Back to the high post, Strubing. Back to Wood. 19-footer on the way, no good. And then over the back foul, going to be called... On Mariah Rost. Good box out there by Faith Ross. So Rost over Ross. And it'll be her first and the third team foul here in quarter number two. So all the offense we saw in the first quarter has slowed down here in the first two minutes of the second quarter. Only two points have been scored. They'll try to get it inside. Gretna got the ball and dropped it. A little bump in there. Ross kicks it out for a three-pointer that's nailed again by Lauren Leapley. She's got 11 of the 18 points, and now it's a one-point game. The first five of the quarter scored by Gretna. 19-18, Cats, 5.50 to go. Gretna doesn't have a lot of people here, but they are making noise, as you can hear in the background from our vantage point at the barn here at Kearney High. Final December games here at Kearney High. New school moving right along. Here's Strubing, lobs it inside. Moran with the one-hand catch. No, off the fingertips. Great idea by the Bearcats, but they'll turn it over for the fifth time. And now Gretna had a chance to take the lead back. They hit a three to open the game. That's been their only lead. Carney rattled off nine in a row after that and had kept the pretty comfortable lead. Off the screen, Meadows can't get the three. She'll back out. Guarded there by Ross. Crossover, opens the lane, now kicks it on the wing. Step back for the three. Leapley, that time it will not go. And the rebound brought down by the Bearcats, but they walk. Wood was going to hustle out of there with it, and then she was going to pass it up ahead and decided that there was actually nobody there. Sixth turnover for Carney. 
So three total turnovers for the Bearcats in the first quarter, three in the first three minutes of the second quarter. Gretna, seven turnovers in the first quarter, none so far here in the second. They'll get it in underneath the hoop. Short jumper is going to roll off the rim. No good that time for Stoltenberg, and the rebound brought down by Taylor Moran. Got a good look, just wouldn't fall the right way, and the Bearcats have the ball, but they are on a three-minute drought since the three to end the quarter by Skyler Snyder, so she'll drive the baseline, put it up too strong again. Defensive board grabbed by Maddie Meadows. Plenty of pace to the game, but the scoring has stopped. This is a little bit of the funk that the Bearcats saw on Saturday. They'll get it into Stoltenberg, turn around jumper in the paint, spins to her left, too strong, another miss. Moran with her fourth rebound. Bearcats want to run. Snyder scoops it off into the corner. No three, looking at it, but pulling it back is Ross. Uses her dribble up to Snyder in the deep left-hand corner. Up top to Clark. She's got an open three. Fires, and it's off the mark. No good. Bearcats two of eight from outside. Stoltenberg with the board. Two on two. Pull-up jumper from the free throw line is no good. Then the ball is tapped out to Maddie Meadows. Her three is no good. Rebound by Snyder. They need a break. It's a track meet. Snyder, ball knocked away, got it back. Has everybody else on the team open. Clark, top of the key three, all the way around and out. No good. Out of bounds off Carney. So a lot of running, not a lot of scoring going on right now. And here comes Daisy Mazner into the ball game for the Bearcats. Gretna used an early timeout. Carney still has all five of theirs. With four minutes to go here. In quarter number two, Carney has yet to score in the quarter but maintains a one-point lead. Trying to set a high pick and roll, nowhere to throw it for Maddie Meadows, so they'll kick it back out top. Lexi Burkhardt is checked in. She starts dribbling on the left wing, skips it back over to the right to Leapley on the baseline. They'll go to Meadows. Meadows on the low block, getting deep and traveling with the basketball. It was Jason Russell, and I chuckled because that was, I don't think she got her shot blocked. She got it on the block, started up, and said, I'm on the wrong side of the backboard. And then she just came back down with the basketball. That's the first turnover of the quarter here for Gretna after committing seven of the first quarter. But the Bearcats need to find something going here. Snyder's out there, but she hasn't been able to drive and score like she did in the first quarter. Strubing in the paint. Her pass tipped but ran down by Avery Wood. Gretna really applying the pressure here on the ball. They will get the steal. Seventh turnover for the Bearcats. One on three. Slowing up because she doesn't have numbers is Ross. And Gretna will be content to set up in the half court. Dump it to the right-hand corner to Russell. Down on the block to the cutter. And Snyder called for the foul. Two free throws coming up for Alexi Burkhardt. For Snyder, that'll be her first. And the fourth team foul here in the first half. 19-18, 19-18, a chance to tie now for Gretna. First free throw is short, no good. That's the first free throw attempt of the game now for the Dragons. Ruff is back in with those two fouls for Gretna. Cassidy Bartenhagen is in there. Second free throw now for Burkhardt is on the way and got it. And we are tied for the first time here this evening at 19. Six straight for the Dragons. Carney is on a five-minute drought. Snyder top of the key three. It's no good. Long rebound comes out to Bartenhagen. And again, Gretna a chance to take their first lead since the first 30 seconds. And Huff will come into the lane, draw the blocking foul on Avery Wood, and get two free throws. 
So Jada Ruff has not scored, has not attempted a free throw, and has a chance to give the Dragons the lead here. It looks so impressive for Carney in the first eight minutes, and it's the exact opposite here in the next five and a half. Free throw up, no good. Neither team lighting it up from the line. Spiker in, Wood out for Coach Jason Boyd of the Lady Bearcats. Second free throw off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Taylor Moran, her fifth of the first half to Snyder. Snyder wants to make something happen through two, through three, and a charging foul going to be called on Snyder. She tried to step through the double team, and Skyler now with two quick ones, and I think Coach Boyd is going to go to the bench here, get Jessica Fritzen in, and bring Snyder out. 19 points in the first quarter, zero in the second for the Lady Cats. The silver lining is they're not trailing. It's 19-19 with 2.20 down to go in quarter number two. On the right elbow with it is going to be Russell. Russell to the left elbow with the pass to Burkhart over on the wing. Three-pointer Meadows. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound loose on the floor. Ends up in Meadows' hands. The 10-footer dances around. No good. And Spiker will come down with the rebound. Up ahead. Ball gets into the front court to Maisner. Everything around the arc right now. Snyder on the bench, who will take charge offensively here. Spiker out there. Holding the ball, top of the circle is Rost. Over to Spiker in the corner, right back out to Mariah. Not going to take the shot, swings it over to Maisner. Back up top. Carney very patient this time, down the floor. Spiker outside the arc, ball fake, tries to move in on Meadows. Cut off there by Barton Hagen, forces the jumper on the baseline, no good, and ripping the board down will be Lexi Burkhardt. She had three Bearcats all over her, but she got the board outlet to Ruff, and she couldn't keep her balance. Traveled with the basketball. Turnover number nine for Gretna. And Carney High will take it out. Still looking for points here. In quarter number two, 127 to go before the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report for the Bearcats. We have Rost and Clark and Fritzen. Also out there right now is going to be Spiker and Taylor Moran. A little zone trap here, but Carney just throws over the top of it, gets it into the front court, right side to Fritzen, skip pass over to Spiker tries to get it inside and overshoots Moran and another Bearcat turnover. Fifth of the quarter, two on two as Gretna runs and throws it into the crowd. Gretna is one of those teams that in transition will drive and kick it out for the three. Instead of trying to get the layup, they'll wait out there and take that outside jumper. So the teams exchange turnovers and it comes back to the Bearcats. One minute to go here in the first half, 19 all. Into the corner, Ross looks at the three, takes the three, hits the three, finally. It took six tries beyond the arc and many more from all over the floor before Carney got on the board here in the second quarter. 22-19, Cats, 45 seconds to go before halftime. Carney in a man-to-man, ball up top to Lauren Leapley. Looks right, needs some help, puts the ball on the floor. Double teamed as she got to the post, dribbled it off the leg of a Bearcat and out of bounds, so they'll reset it here. With 35 seconds to go before halftime. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, glad you're along with us here. On ESPN, KXPN, Carney, KICS, Hastings inbounds. They lose Meadow. Three-pointer, right corner, good. Maddie Meadows with her second three. And the fifth three of the ball game for Gretna. We're tied again at 22. 25 seconds to go here before halftime. Bearcats want to play for the last shot. Kelsey Clark. 
trying to get the signal from Coach Boyd. She'll just put the ball on her hip. 12 seconds. Gretna sets in the zone. It's a 3-2 look. Now they go. Pass to the top of the key. Fritzen tries to lob it inside, but no cutter. The ball is stolen away by Russell. A long three at the horn is banked in. Meadows banked in a 22-footer, and Gretna has the lead. Maddie Meadows looked up at the clock and just chucked it from about 23 feet away. And Maddie Meadows back-to-back threes, and Gretna, who was down six to come into the corner, goes into the locker room, up by three. And six three-pointers here in the first half. That's how Aurora stuck around Saturday. Knocking down six three-pointers, and we still have a half a basketball to go. Your score, the Gretna Lady Dragons, ranked as high as sixth in Class B, leading the Carney Lady Cats, ranked as high as seventh in A, by a score of 25-22. to The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up next on ESPN Radio. Even more basketball at the ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Duran Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic February 13th. Single tickets good for all eight games featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Deepest business holiday season performing. For and welcome back to Carney High School, where it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Halftime of our girls' game, it is Gretna 25 and Carney 22, as Gretna knocked down two threes in the last minute to turn a six-point deficit around to a three-point lead. They hit the first three of the game in the first 15 seconds. We're up 3 nothing, and then Carney scored nine in a row, and Gretna didn't lead again until they banked into three at the halftime buzzer. We'll look at the numbers in just a little bit, but Carney managing just three points there in the second quarter of play. The GNAC High School Basketball Tournament is the conference tournament and holiday tournament rolled into one as it spans from Scotts Bluff to Norfolk and all the way down from McCook, McCook to Columbus. And, of course, our area teams, Carney Hastings, Lexington as well. And so they just play the holiday tournament. Three days it starts next Monday, and the brackets are out. Let's take a look at the girls' uh, division here. And for Carney High, they will play North Platte, and that game is at 2 o'clock. The other 2 o'clock, well, also in their half, we should say Columbus and Scotts Bluff, they'll play at 5.30. On the other side of the bracket, Hastings will play McCook at 2, and Norfolk will take on Lexington at 5.30, and that is the girls' bracket next Monday. On Monday for the uh, boys, here's how things look. The top of the bracket, Norfolk's the number one seed. They'll play McCook at 7.15. Also on that side, Hastings will take on North Platte 
and that game's at 345. Then on the bottom half of the bracket, Scott's Bluff will play Columbus at 345, and the Kearney boys will play Lexington at 715, with games continuing in the afternoon on day two and the evening on day three. Most of it uh, into the afternoon. Kearney High could play all in the afternoon for the boys uh, the second and third day if they can keep things going. And, of course, uh, with the holidays here, you see a lot of the alumni back, uh, some of the kids that uh, are off to college, either playing ball or have played ball here. They're back, and a good crowd on hand tonight for our basketball game, which is in favor of Gretna right now in the girls' game, 25-22. to 22. Also a reminder, just getting underway on Classic Hits 98-9, the Amherst Broncos are hosting the Kennesaw Blue Devils in a battle of really good teams. Both the girls' teams have four wins on the season, and both boys' teams are undefeated. There is a little bit of basketball action going on tomorrow, uh, but not a whole lot as tomorrow's the final day before the moratorium. In other basketball action going on tonight, Carney Catholic is over at Overton. Giltner is at Palmer. In the Axtell Holiday Tournament, Axtell's playing Arcadia Loop City and Blue Hills playing Meridian. And they're just getting underway in Pleasanton with the girls' games. Pleasanton playing Arapahoe, Ravenna playing Bertrand. The boys will get going at around 7.30. We'll be back and take a look at the first half stats of our girls' game, which Gretna leads 25-22 over Carney High right after this. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do. Back here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Again, we want to remind folks, Coach Tom Osborne is in Kearney today. He will be at the Solid Rock signing copies of his new book until 6.30. So uh, if you're coming up for the boys game or you're just getting off work, uh, stop by the Solid Rock and uh, check out Tom Osborne's new book and the coaches there signing copies until 6.30. In the meantime, let's take a look at our first-half stats. First off, for the Gretna girls, two young ladies have 22 of the 25 points. Maddie Meadows, 11 points, 5 rebounds. She's hit three threes, and Lauren Leapley's hit three threes, 11 points, and 2 rebounds. Elsewhere, Cassidy Bartnagan has 1 rebound. Anna Stoltenberg, 3 rebounds. Faith Ross has a rebound. Lexi Burkhardt has 1.1 rebound, and Jason Russell has two points here in the basketball game. Seven rebounds in the first quarter, six in the second. Free throw shooting, no attempts in the first quarter, one of four in the second. Three-point shooting, three of seven of the first, three of six in the second. Turnovers, seven of the first and three in the second. Foul situation, Jada Ruff, the only player that has two fouls for Gretna. 13 points in the first quarter, 12 in the second. And at the half, 25 points, 13 rebounds. One out of four at the free throw line. Six of 13 from three-point land and 10 turnovers for the Dragons. 
for Carney High. Mariah Rost has hit a three-pointer. In fact, she had the only points for Carney in the second quarter. She had one rebound. Kelsey Clark, one point. Avery Wood, two points and a rebound. Lauren Spiker, five points and a rebound. Taylor Moran, two points, five rebounds. Skylar Snyder, nine points, three rebounds. And Lauren Strubing has two rebounds. Four rebounds in the first quarter, nine in the second. Free throw shooting, three of five in the first quarter, and 0 of two in the second quarter. Three-point shooting, two of five in the first quarter, and one out of six in the second quarter. Turnovers, three in the first, six in the second. Foul situation, Avery Wood and Skylar Schneider each have two. Carney had 19 points in a very well-played first quarter, then just three in the second and at the half, 22 points, 13 rebounds, 3 out of 7 at the free throw line, 3 of 11 from 3-point land, and 9 turnovers. At the half, 5-1 Gretna leads 3-1 Kearney, 25-22. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Of course, the boys' game is next. 3-1 Kearney trying to bounce back from their first loss of the year at state-rated Fremont on Saturday while Gretna is 5-1 with their only loss coming to undefeated Omaha Scott. We'll be back with the second half of action right after this. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating has several certified plumbers on staff that can take your call quickly. Projects like new construction, renovations, remodeling, higher efficiency equipment upgrades, backflow prevention, retrofits, and everything in between. Day or night, they will gladly accept your emergency call. For over 60 years, Anderson Brothers is the place to call for plumbing at 800-824-1865. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Time now for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weeches. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, Delivering success. Well, it's pretty simple for Carney. Score. They had 19 in the first quarter and couldn't get anything in the second quarter but the one three-point bucket by Mariah Rost. And really, I couldn't tell a whole lot of difference. Gretna's intensity was about the same both quarters. And it's all about taking care of the basketball. Gretna took care of the ball. They got the lead. Carney took care of the ball. They got the lead. Who can win the turnover battle in the second half? And if Gretna stays this hot from three-point land, which I would find hard to believe, they're going to stick around here. So Gretna, keep hitting the threes. And for both teams, quit turning the ball over. And those are our seeds to success. Gretna gets the ball to start the second half. Pick and roll, but the shot is blocked by Mariah Rost, our first blocked shot of the basketball game. And Snyder brings it up one-on-one against Lauren Leapley. She wins the battle, so Snyder kicks it off. Here's a three-pointer that's up and in for Kessie Clark. That's her first bucket of the basketball game. And we're tied at 25 on the opening possession for the Bearcats here in the third quarter. Gretna gets the ball inside, but they don't do anything with it when they get inside against the Carney man-to-man. No back picks, no screens, no cuts. 
a little bit to get the ball, but they don't do anything when they get it. With it is Rump, drives in through the double team. Left-hand scoop shot, rolls off the rim, no good. And just going over the back and ripping the basketball away is Mariah Rost. Might have got away with one there, but the Bearcats will take it. Snyder to the other end. Good defense, forces the shot. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Lauren Leapley. And up the floor they come. Kick it off on the wing to Jada Ruff. Back up top to Maddie Meadows, who's handled the ball very well. Hit the last two threes for Gretna to end the second quarter. 25 all. Ruff tries again. Got it knocked out of her hands. Off the glass, no good. Rebound put back up and in offensively by Anna Stoltenberg. That'll be her first bucket of the ball game. And it's 27-25 Gretna. Again, the rebounding totals were even, but it just seems like Gretna's getting a lot of offensive boards and second-chance opportunities. Ooh, and Taylor Moran slipped and went down in the middle of that play, and she's hobbled as she comes up. She takes the pass. She doesn't shoot it, though. Lobs it into Snyder. Fadeaway jumper from seven off the glass is good. Skyler with her first bucket since the first quarter has a team-high 11, and it's 27-all. Gretna with a basketball between the circles. Maddie Meadows. Meadows guarded up top there by Kelsey Clark. Swings it to the right side of the key and lobs it quickly inside to Lauren Leapley. Turnaround jumper, no good. And over the back foul going to be called on Gretna's Anna Stoltenberg. Rebound brought down by Taylor Moran. That'll be, as we said, the second on Stoltenberg. First foul of the half on either team. Gretna Carney, girls and boys doubleheader tonight here on ESPN Radio. Doc Stevenson and the gang doing the officiating. As the ball's between the circles here with Kelsey Clark. Bearcats trying to get the lead. High post. They'll get it to Moran. Bounce pass. What a pass inside. But the layup was missed by Snyder. And the defensive rebound brought down by Anna Stoltenberg. Snyder's not going to miss that again for a long, long time. What a pass. Probably a little surprised that it got through the traffic. Over to Ruff. And Jada tries the three, but it's off the mark. No good. Another offensive rebound put back up by Leapley. She's fouled. And Lauren will go to the line to shoot two. 5.21 to go, third quarter, and Snyder gets her third. First player in the game with three fouls. And Leapley's free throw is no good. Second one coming up. Leapley, a couple extra dribbles. It's good, and we've got substitutions for Carney High. A dozen points now for Leapley, 28-27, Gretna. Fritzen's in, Strubing's in, staying in will be Rost, Clark, and Spiker. And the Bearcats face a little backcourt pressure, throw over the top of it, get it down to the corner to Rost, hits the trailer, and the left-hand shot by Fritzen is off the glass and in. And that's the way you attack the press once you break it. Bearcats back up by one, 29-28, as they try to lob it down low to the post, and Stoltberg, oh, she shoved shoved Strubing to the ground, but no foul. It will be a Gretna turnover, the first of the half, and at the other end, Carney is fouled as they just kept on going. They didn't worry about the tangle up down here. And free throws coming up for Lauren Spiker. Had five of the first quarter, but like many, remember, Carney had one three-point bucket in the second quarter, so most of the team hasn't scored since the first quarter. Paul Markowski has arrived. Here at the gymnasium. Father of one Andy Markowski. Uncle of one Austin Murray. Who, or grandfather. Uncle. What am I saying, uncle? Grandfather of one Austin Murray. Who will be, he'd like to be uncle. He'd be younger that way. 
Always good to see him. Free throw up, and it is good. So Lauren Spiker knocks them both through. She's got seven points now, and it's 31-28. The Lady Cats have taken the lead up to three. Here against Gretna on their home turf. Bearcats continuing to play man-to-man. Gretna now starting to do a little back cutting. No screens, though. Getting caught in the paint right now is Ross. Kicks it back out top to Meadows. Maddie looks to be a pretty good security blanket here, the senior for Gretna. Try to force it inside, and without position, reaching in, Kelsey Clark will be whistled for her first foul. Second team foul, and Gretna will take it out underneath their own hoop. Gretna looks to shoot a three. Every one of these baseline out-of-bounds plays, they've chucked into the corner. And this time they'll have to lob it out top as they kept an eye on Meadows. Get it to Russell, work it to Meadows. On the wing, the three-pointer is too strong. And the rebound again pulled down by Russell. Back over to Meadows. And the running five-footer by Maddie is up and in. 31-30, a tight game with 4-10 to go here in the third quarter. Carney wide open at the top of the key. Strubing doesn't dribble, doesn't shoot, just passes it off on the right wing to Spiker and back up top to Clark. Gretna trying to stay in this zone and just catching a little bit of a breather. Clark holds the ball for a moment. Gets everybody set where they need to be. Looks at the defense. Tries to lob it inside. They do. Fritzen can't get a shot. Kicks it back out to Rost. Up top, three-pointer. Kelsey Clark, goal net. Second three of the quarter. She's got seven, and it's 34-30 Bearcats. Gretna pushing the pace quickly into the left-hand corner. Back out to Meadows. Clark on her, trying to make her use the left hand. She'll dribble with the right, but that means she'll go wide to the top of the circle. Give it off to Jason Russell. High post, taking a look. Kuhn makes a nice move around the defender, lays it up over Rost and scores. And Carly with her first bucket of the ball game. And Carney hustles to the other end. Gretna doesn't get back in Fritzen. Gets a cherry pick layup. Her second bucket of the quarter. And a timeout will be called here by the Dragons. With 3.12 to go here in the third quarter of play. Carney 36, Gretna 32 on ESPN Radio. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And along with our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda, back with you here at Kearney High School. Been a competitive one. Carney tried to take a big lead, but Gretna has come back a couple of times. 36-32. Bearcats with a four-point lead. Gretna just called their second timeout. We've got 3.10 to go here in the third quarter. Off the screen to Meadows. Gretna hasn't been able to find the three-pointer yet here in the quarter. Carney's guarded a little bit better, so a 15-footer by Carly Kuhn. Back-to-back buckets for Kuhn, and it's 36-34. Carney by two. Biggest lead has been six by Carney. Biggest lead by Gretna has been three. They were up three at the half. Carney scored, and now pressure by Gretna trying to put that half-court trap on, and they just ran right over the top of Kelsey Clark. Foul called on Maddie Meadows. Her first... 2.46 to go here in the quarter, 36-34. Kind of took me away from my train of thought that we were talking about there. But the Bearcats just 
Haven't quite been able to run away. Gretna has been hanging around. But Carney scored 19 in the first quarter, then only three in the second. And now they've got 14 with plenty of time left here in the third. Wood is in for Carney. Draws the double team against the zone. Good crossover dribble. Can't shake everybody, so she'll give it to Spiker. Spiker to the high post. Kicks it back out to Clark. Snyder's been on the bench with three fouls for quite a while now for Carney High. Skip pass over to Spiker. Up top, Clark. Straight away. Open three. It's good. Kelsey Clark. She's three of three from downtown here in the third quarter, and Carney is up 39-34. She could not find the range in the first half. She has here. Stoltenberg on the low block. Turnaround jumper from the right side. No good. Offensive rebound back up and in by Jason Russell. Another offensive board for Gretna, 39-36. Gretna pressures in the backcourt. Technique is not very good here by the Gretna defenders. They're reaching and bodying a lot, but they do make Carney throw it long and turn it over. That's the first turnover of the half for the Bearcats. So we talked about it as our seeds to success for the rest of the game coming into the quarter. Take better care of the ball. We've only got one turnover apiece. As a back cut inside, layup, and a foul for Anna Stoltenberg. And a chance to tie this basketball game up again. It's going to go on Jessica Fritzen. Her first, the team's third. And back in Taylor Moran here for Carney. 133 to go in the third quarter. 39-38 Carney and a chance to tie it up here for Stoltenberg. Anna puts it up and in. 5.6 rebounds for Stoltenberg. 39 all. On the floor now, Snyder back in for Carney High for the final 90 seconds of the quarter. It's Bearcat basketball. And re-entering for Gretna will be Cassidy Bartenhagen. So for Carney High, it will be Snyder, Wood, Clark, Spiker, and Moran against the Gretna 2-2-1 zone trap. Snyder almost walked, got it ahead to Clark. They're into the front court. Clark brings it all the way to the baseline, stops, double team, got out of the corner, and now lobs it up to Spiker. To Snyder. Snyder down the middle of the lane, a floater from seven, off the heel once, twice, won't go. Rebound brought down by Jason Russell, her third of the half. Here comes Gretna. Meadows up ahead. Stoltenberg gets back and scores. Nice pass, and Stoltenberg has all seven of her points here in the third quarter. The Dragons have now scored seven in a row to retake the lead. 41-39, a minute to go, third quarter. This three-quarter court zone trap is bothering the Bearcats. Up the floor with it again and forcing the issue, having the shot blocked out of bounds is going to be Kelsey Clark. Good defense in there by Anna Stoltenberg. Clark thought she could draw the foul, but instead it's just blocked off of her torso and out of bounds. Let's see what Coach Scuttler wants to do here for the Dragons. They're not going to hold with 42 seconds. They're going to play with it on the left elbow. Now backing out of Stoltenberg. Bounce pass right side to Bartenhagen. Running some high-low screens here. Everything's right around the three-point circle over to Meadows. Now she had a look at a three, didn't take it, so maybe they will hold for the last shot. 25 seconds over to Russell. Russell knocked off of her shoe by Moran. Diving for it. Gretna's able to pick it up. Now they've got a three on two. The lob is over the head of Maddie Meadows. So Moran didn't get the steal, but she did force the turnover, and Carney will get the ball with 17 seconds. Coming back in will be Rost, giving him another outside presence. And countering for Gretna will be Lexi Burkhart. 17 seconds to go in the third quarter. Plenty of time here for the Bearcats, but they trail 41-39. 
Gretna scored seven in a row, and we're going to get an over-and-back call here on Carney High. Mariah Ross was standing right in front of the scorer's table. She went to meet the basketball, caught it, and then stepped back into the backcourt. It was very close, but two whistles blew. And that'll be the 11th turnover of the game for Carney. So 13 seconds here for Gretna. And they'll inbound it at midcourt, get it right into the hands of Maddie Meadows. 41-39. Gretna can have their biggest lead with a bucket here to end the quarter. They banked in a three at the end of the second. Left corner, they'll get it to Leapley. Three seconds, two seconds. They're going to have to force it. They will get it away. Meadows hits the rim. A fadeaway from 23 is no good. And at the end of the third quarter of play, Gretna 41, Carney 39 on ESPN Radio. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Eight minutes of basketball left in regulation here on ESPN, KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It's Gretna 41 and the Bearcats 39. And Gretna will get the basketball. Excuse me, Kearney will get the basketball to start the fourth quarter. Gretna is led by Maddie Meadows with 13, Lauren Leapley with 12 for Carney High, 11 for Skylar Snyder, 10 for Kelsey Clark. Clark was 3 for 3 in the third just to keep Carney in it. Both teams have shot the three pretty well. Gretna was 0 of 3 that quarter. They're still 6 of 16, and Carney is 6 of 14. 41-39, Bearcats down 2. They'll get it down low to Moran on the right block. She'll try to throw it through the lane to Snyder, and Gretna knocked it away. Not the pass you're looking for. A two-foot pass in the paint. There's too much traffic there. And Carney High will take it out underneath. To throw it in will be Clark. Everybody's strong to the left side. They'll lob it out top to Rost. Mariah had hit a three-pointer earlier in the game. Clark has hit three. Snyder has hit one. And Spiker has hit one. For Gretna, the threes have been made by Meadows and Leapley, each with three. Bearcats being patient here. Gretna has definitely given the defense a different look. Snyder up top. Clark for four in a row. Got it. And all Coach Scudder can do is tip his head. Four for four in the second half for Kelsey Clark from three-point land. At the other end, trying to answer is Jada Ruff. It's no good. But another offensive rebound put back up and no good for Carly Kuhn. The rebound comes down to Skylar Snyder. Just her fourth of the game, 42-41. Snyder trying to make something happen, works her way in the lane. Great crossover. She'll lay it up and in, 13 for Skyler. Snyder and Clark now with 13 apiece. The Bearcats with the first five here in the fourth. Meadows for three in transition. Hits the front of the iron, no good. 
Ball swatted out, and again it ends up in the hands of Green and Gold and Carly Kuhn as they try to lob it to the baseline. The ball will be deflected away, and in comes Faith Ross for Gretna, and Kuhn will check out. 6.43 remains in the game, 44-41. Carney Lady Cats here on ESPN Radio, the boys' game to follow. Crowd continues to file in for what should be a good one. Inbounds pass comes up to the top of the circle. Ross drives to the high post, free throw line, dishes it backwards to Ruff. She'll come down the lane, scoop shot, no, but she does draw the foul. Jada Ruff, 0 of 2 at the line, has yet to score in the game. And the foul on the Bearcats will be their fourth of the half. And the free throw is no good. Still waiting to see who the foul was on. Goes on Taylor Moran, her second. And Gretna now three of eight from the line. And they make the second one, does Jada Ruff. Her first point of the basketball game and first point of the fourth quarter for Gretna. 6.35 to go in the game. Carney 44, Gretna 41. It is Maisner for Carney. Against the press, throws over the top, gets it to Rost. Spiker couldn't get out of her way. Rost was headed to the hole, but Spiker was trying to set a screen. Up top, Snyder, open three. Crawls off the rim, no good. Fight for the loose basketball. Ends up in the hands of Mariah Rost. And then we have a violation. Looks like she stepped on the baseline. She got the board but didn't have a lot of room to work down there. And Gretna deed her up really good. 12th turnover for Carney. Third of the half. Gretna also has 12 turnovers, two of the half. Don't forget at the end of every ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We will have all the stats for you here on ESPN Radio. Then get you ready for the boys game. Also, between games today, Instead of sending you back to local programming, I've got uh, an update here for you. Stoltenberg in the paint, turnaround, jumper, no good offensive rebound, back up and in by Maddie Meadows and draws the foul. Carney is not, I don't want to say they're not boxing out, but Gretna's doing a great job of attacking the offensive boards. And Meadows now with 15, ties the game at 44. The foul called on Daisy Maisner, her first. Meadows now puts the free throw up and in, and Gretna's back on top. 5-1, and one, Gretna girls ranked 6th in the preseason Class B. Carney 3-1, ranked 7th in A, and against the pressure, the ball knocked away by Jason Russell and out of bounds. Carney will take it on the baseline. And Coach Boyd starting to get a little fired up now. He's been working over some things with his girls against this press, and it's been a 50-50 deal at best. He's got all of his timeouts if he needs to use any. Inbounds to Spiker. Fakes the three. Comes right down the baseline. Nice-looking jumper from eight, but it won't go in. Offensive rebound. Fritzen gives it to Snyder. In the paint. Foul. Fritzen with a rare offensive board here for Carney High. And that will allow the leading scorer, Skyler Snyder, to go to the line. But she's just two of five for the charity stripe so far tonight. I've got her for 13 points and four rebounds. And the first free throw for Skylar Snyder is up and good. Earlier today on the Doug and Daddy Show, we had a chance to chat with Dirk Chatlin from the Omaha World Herald with the article, great article that he wrote about Coach Paul Baronic. And we're going to play that again for you between the games here tonight. So between our games, after the post game, leading us up to the boys game where his son Drake will coach, will replay the interview that myself and Jim Langan had on the Doug and Daddy Show today with Dirk Chatlin. And if you get a chance, go to Omaha.com if you have not read the great article on the Baronics yet, focusing, of course, on Paul and his battle with cancer. Gretna, 
Gets it down to the right corner. Leapley will drive in and draw the foul on Cheska Fritzen. Her second. And at the line, Lauren Leapley had 11 in the first half. Just one free throw here in the second half. And the second one skips out. 5.25 to go in the game. 46-45. Bearcats by one. And Leapley again can tie it. It's up. It is good. As it bounces around for her 13th point. 46 all. Ball into Spiker. Little man-to-man full court. Gretna's done a little bit of everything in this game. With it is Fritz and finally decides to just take it herself into the front court on Stoltenberg. Now lobs it back up. Dangerous pass, but Kelsey Clark got it. Guarded by Huff between the circles. Over to Snyder. Snyder guarded outside by Leapley. They try to run her off a couple of screens. They get it inside. No, ball knocked away. Boy, she ran off the screens. And a great job by Lauren Leapley to get in there and force the turnover. Up the floor, Meadows kicks it out on the wing to Huff. Ruff, excuse me. Jada Ruff back up top to Meadows. She's about 23 feet away. And will dribble to the top of the circle and reset it. Over to Russell. Back to Ruff. Get it down to the block to Meadows. She's double teamed. Gets out of there with it to Stoltenberg. Up top, long possession here for Gretna. They haven't had many of those. Outside the arc, Leapley to the top of the circle. Ruff back over to Russell. Still trying to work the post with Stoltenberg and Meadows. Meadows and Clark really having a battle in the paint. Meadows is taller. Clark went for the pass. Couldn't get it, and this time it's scored by Maddie Meadows. Five in the quarter, 18 in the game by Maddie Meadows, and Gretna just keeps working, working, and working, and they finally were able to finish it off. 48-46, the Dragons back on top. Snyder brings the ball against the pressure into the front court. Stops, swings it over to Spiker. Wide open, three on the way, and it spins off the rim. No good. Rebound brought down by Ruff. And Gretna has the ball and a two-point lead here. Midway through the fourth. Been close all the way. As we said, the biggest lead, Carney six for Gretna three. And they lead it by two right now. Could take the lead up to four or five of the bucket. Rough outside the arc, left side of the key. Everybody else down low, popping out Meadows. Now down on the right block is Stoltenberg. Turnaround jumper, a tough one is up and in over Fritzen. Anna Stoltenberg, all nine of her points here in the second half, and Gretna with their biggest lead, 50-46. to 46. I think Carney's going to call a timeout when they get into the front court, but we'll get a hand check foul first on Jada Ruff. That'll be her third. And the fifth team foul here in the half on Gretna. And Carney will indeed use their first time out of the basketball game. 3.23 to go in the contest. It's Gretna 50, Carney 46 on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. With our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, Doug Duda here at Kearney High School. 
where a majority of the crowd wearing their Be Strong t-shirts in honor of Coach Paul Baronic. His son Drake and the Carney Bearcat boys next, but right now the Carney girls have their hands full, trailing the Lady Dragons of Gretna with 3.20 to go, 50-46. to 46. Out of the timeout, they'll get it to Clark off a couple of screens. She's able to roll all the way to the bucket, but missed the shot. Rebound is a jump ball between Jasa Russell and Kelsey Clark. And the air arrow will point the way of Gretna, so they'll get it anyway. And Gretna now with their largest lead of the game. Carney had jumped out 44-41 here in the corner. Now the ball stolen away. Spiker, one on two. She'll bring it in. Tough shot off the glass. No good, but nobody boxes out. Mariah Rust, who lays it back up and in. That was an unforced turnover for Gretna, but now they're going to answer. Run the floor, and Jada Ruff will get her first bucket. That has not happened much at all today. Transition buckets or Carney not getting back. 52-48. Gretna with the lead. 2.45 to go here on ESPN Radio. Snyder on the block, 360 move, tough shot, and again, in and out. A lot of shots here, in and out, and again, we're going to get a jump ball on the floor. It'll be Carney's tie-up between Fritzen and Stoltenberg. But Carney now can't afford to fall any farther behind with 2.34 to go. Snyder had a good look, a tough shot. It just not would not fall. And so the Bearcats will get it in. The corner, 18-footer. Was her foot behind the line? Yes. Lauren Spiker hits the three-pointer, and she's got 10 of the basketball game. And that cuts the lead to one, 52-51. Russell's open at the other end, switches hands on the block, missed it, got her own rebound, fell down, and Gretna turns the ball over. Fritzer comes out of there with a basketball. Carney can take the lead. Snyder bounce pass into the paint, deflected out of bounds by Lauren Leapley, and it's probably a good thing that it was deflected out of bounds. Carney... I don't think Rost was going to be able to get to that. We'll go to our consultant, Brad Ryan, to see if that's exactly what the call was. 2-11 to go here in the game. Carney ball underneath their own hoop, down one. They'll lob it up. Rost doesn't want the three. Trying to get it into Snyder and stepping in from behind to make the steal is Lauren Leapley. Doesn't have the numbers, so Gretna is content to slow it up. Two minutes to go in the game. 52-51 Dragons. It's been very competitive. Clark knocks the ball away. She thought maybe she could get the call off Ruff's leg, but they'll say it stays with Gretna. They'll inbound it in front of their own bench. Faith Ross checks in for Russell. Ross, Ruff, Meadows, Leapley, and Stoltenberg on the floor for Gretna. And they'll lob it up between the circles for Faith Ross. They try to trap her with a double team, and Spiker stole it away again. Had to run it down in the corner. Just about lost the handle. And now as the ball comes inside to Skylar Snyder, we've got a hand check foul called on the Dragons. That'll just be the sixth team foul, so no free throws yet. Both teams will be in the bonus after this. Jada Ruff, her fourth personal foul. 1.45 to go. Gretna by one. Carney ball. They'll lob it out to Spiker again. Snyder really being leaned on by Stoltenberg, so they'll reverse it. Over to Ross, back up top. They'll get it into the hands of Kelsey Clark, who was 3-for-3 in the third quarter from three-point land to keep the Cats in it. 90 seconds to go in the game. Carney very patient right here. Skip pass to Spiker in the corner, down to Snyder, makes the move, draws the foul on the right block. The foul on Lauren Leapley. Just got screened enough over there that she couldn't get there to get the clean block. And Skylar Snyder now, 
who leads the Bearcats with 15 points, will go to the foul line. She is four of seven from the line. Carney down one. Free throw is up in. Carney tied 52. 52. Don't forget at the end of the ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats. Then after the postgame, the interview that we had with Dirk Chatlin today on his article with Coach Paul Baronic. The second free throw is up, and it is in. Snyder, six in the quarter, 17 in the game. The Bearcats are up, 53-52. Gretna able to get it past Spiker this time and into the front court, and Coach Gudler wants to call a timeout. 116 remains in the basketball game. It'll be the third timeout. Gretna will have two remaining. 53-52, the Lady Cats lead it. Gretna has it when we come back. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring, being involved in the community, and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. 116 remains in the game. Carney 53, Gretna 52. Dragon basketball in the front court. Out of the timeout, they'll have two remaining and they'll lob it into Meadows. Meadows at the center circle. Carney in a man to man. Maddie looking for some movement off the screen. Swings it right side to Jada Rupp. Trying to post up Stoltenberg down low, who has all nine of her points in the second half. Leading on her is Fritzen. So rough drive, kicks it into the corner. Three-pointer on the way. It is in and out. Off the glass and in. Lauren Leapley with the fortuitous bounce. Gets her fourth three of the ball game. 55-53, Gretna. Those are the bounces you're only supposed to get at home. Carney has four timeouts, but Coach Boyd is running clock. Carney was in this situation Saturday and scored late against Aurora. Get it down to Snyder. She's triple team, throws it off the glass and draws the foul. She'll have to earn it from the free throw line with 31 seconds to go. She was on the right block with a teammate behind her. And two free throws coming up for Snyder. Six in the quarter, 17 in the game. The foul on Stoltenberg will be her fourth. And the free throw is no good by Snyder. Needs a second one to cut it to one. The free throw is good. So Snyder gets one of two. Carney will use the timeout with 31 seconds remaining in the game. Gretna has the ball and a 55-54 lead. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 
New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. Well, this is one of those games. You're going to have a bad taste in your mouth if you lose. For Gretna, having to drive home. If they lose, it's going to sting a while. You don't play again until next Monday. You'll be off for Christmas. Limited practice, obviously, between now and then. You get to work out tomorrow. Find a shoot-around Monday and go to the GNAC tournament. And it'll be a lot better for the Bearcats if they can pull out their second consecutive Close one here at home. They beat Aurora by two on Saturday after trailing late. Now Gretna has a 55-54 lead with 31 seconds to go. Carney's going to go full court pressure. And as they see what Gretna's going to do, Carney will call another timeout. This is just a 30-second timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Each team has two timeouts remaining. Your score, Gretna 55, Carney 54. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest yield leader. Want to let you know we've got plenty of basketball. Kennesaw girls leading Amherst 33-14 at the half. That's on Classic Hits 98-9, followed by a battle of unbeaten boys teams. Again, we're back here. Gretna with 31 seconds, leading Kearney 55-54. They have the ball, and they'll get it in to Maddie Meadows. Bearcats full court pressure on. They find the wide-open Faith Ross into the front court, and now Kearney's going to have to trap her foul. 22 seconds to go. Ross gets it over on the wing. Gretna... Tried to call timeout, but didn't, and now foul on Carney. Coach Scudler tried to call the timeout. The official didn't see him, and now Kelsey Clark has to commit the foul with 17 seconds remaining. And they will send Lauren Leapley to the line. Lauren is 2 of 4 tonight, has 16 points, and this is the front end of a 1-1. One one. It's up. It's in all net for Leapley. And as long as Gretna doesn't get an offensive board here, Carney will have a chance to tie. 56-54. Second free throw is good. And Gretna will call the timeout so that they can put their defense into play. With 17 seconds to go in this basketball game, it is now Gretna 57, Carney 54. Does Gretna foul and make them shoot free throws? Or do they let Carney try to attempt the three-pointer from Kelsey Clark, Skylar Snyder, or one of the other young ladies. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Five and one Gretna, 17 seconds away from coming on the road and getting a big Class A win here at Kearney. But Kearney will have the ball down three with a chance to tie the game. Here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, Skyler Snyder will throw it in. Spiker is out there. Fritzen, Clark, and Rost. Any of them could hit a three. Rost probably in there to set a screen. Snyder gets it into Clark, quickly up to Fritzen. Now they throw it backwards. Clark, they'll clear out for her. She's at midcourt with 11. Clark looking to get open, and a foul on Gretna. So they elected to foul out front with eight seconds to go, and that's going to be it for Jada Ruff. She fouls out of the game. All three of her points were here in the fourth quarter of play. She had one rebound. And she'll foul out with eight seconds remaining in the contest. The ninth team foul on Gretna. A one-and-one for Kelsey Clark. She is one of two at the line. She's hit four threes. And the first one is up, and no good. Rebound loose, and a foul on Skylar Snyder. Carney might have had a chance to get the rebound, but Snyder was dragging Maddie Meadows to the ground to get the quick foul, and almost two seconds ran off the clock. They're down to 6.6. Fourth foul on Snyder. And if Meadows can hit the front end of the one-and-one, the Dragons will have a victory. 57-54, Gretna. 6.6 to go. Meadows is one-of-one at the line. Hits it, they win it. It's up. It is no good. Carney grabs the rebound. Skyler Snyder up the floor. They need a three to tie. Two seconds, one second from 35 feet. Off the iron and no good. Gretna defended it so well that Snyder could barely get across half court, and it went off the heel. The final score, the Gretna Lady Dragons, 57, and the Kearney High Bearcats, 54. Kearney falls to their second top 10 team from the metro area. They fell to number one, Millard West, and now they fall to Class B number six, Gretna. They're three and two, and Gretna is six and one. We'll take a break and be back with the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show following this time out on ESPN Radio, KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. Welcome back to Kearney High. Mitch Stein and the crew here. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school basketball here on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, and KICS Hastings. 
Here are a look at the final stats as we bring you to the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. First off, for the Gretna Lady Dragons, I had seven different players score the basketball game. Cassidy Bartonhanger had just one rebound tonight for Bartonhagen. Uh, Jada Ruff, three points, one rebound. Maddie Meadows tied for the team high with 18 points, five rebounds. Anna Stoltenberg, big second half, all of her points, nine points, seven rebounds, and a block. Lauren Leafley had six in the fourth quarter and finished with 18 points, just like Meadows. She had four rebounds. Carly Kuhn, four points, two rebounds. Lexi Burkhart, 1.1 rebound. Faith Ross had a rebound. And Jason Russell ended up with four points and five rebounds. 13 rebounds in the first half, 15 in the second half of play. Free throw shooting for Gretna, one of four in the first half. And in the second half, I had them seven out of 11. Three-point shooting, six of 13 in the first half, and just one of six in the second half. Turnovers for Gretna, 10 of the first half, five of the second half. The Dragons had 25 points at halftime. They scored 32 in the second half, and Gretna able to put up 57 points here tonight, which is about their season average. Elkhorn South and Waverly held them down after they averaged 62 points the first four games of the year. 57 points, 28 rebounds, 8 out of 15 at the free throw line, 7 of 19 from three-point land, one block shot, 15 turnovers. Gretna now 6-1 and one on the season, and they host their own holiday tournament on the 29th and 30th. We'll look at the final numbers for the Bearcats right after this on the New West postgame show. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed, and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop, and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and bulk fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock, and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Carney High boys about ready to take the floor here and uh, doing it a little bit differently as they've got the music going, kind of a, their own version of the tunnel walk, and they all come out of their white warm-ups getting ready for tonight's high school basketball contest. And let's take a look now at the final stats for the Carney Bearcat girls. They had seven different players score the basketball game. Mariah Rost, five points, four rebounds, and a block. Kelsey Clark hit four threes in the second half, 13 points, one rebound. Avery Wood, two points and a rebound. Lauren Spiker had 10 points, one rebound. Jessica Fritzen, four points, two rebounds. Taylor Moran, two points, led the team with six rebounds. And Skylar Snyder ends up leading the Bearcats here tonight with 18 points, five rebounds. Also in the basketball game here this evening, it was Lauren Strubing with two rebounds. 
13 rebounds in the first half, only nine according to my book in the second half. Free throw shooting, three of seven in the first half, eight of nine in the second half. Let's readjust that. Excuse me, they were five of six of eight in the fourth, four, five, uh, five of seven there in the fourth quarter. So they uh, five of seven in the fourth quarter. That makes them 10. Out of uh, 16, three-point shooting, 3 of 11 in the first half, 4 of 6 in the second half, turnovers 9 in the first half, and 5 in the second half. Carney had 22 points at halftime. They scored 32 in the second half, but not enough. 54 points, 22 rebounds, 10 out of 16 at the free throw line, 7 of 17 from three-point land. One block shot and 14 turnovers. The Bearcats will drop to 3-2 and two with a 57-54 loss here to Gretna. And up next for the Kearney Lady Bearcats, they will be heading into the GNAC Holiday Tournament, which begins Monday in McCook. And that first game for the Kearney girls will be at 2 o'clock against North Platte. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Need to take a look at our Usera Care moment of the game, and then we remind you uh, right after the ball game here uh, that we're going to have an interview with Dirk Chatlin. He's been in and out of Kearney the last uh, month doing an interview and doing a story that you may have seen in yesterday's Omaha World Herald on Coach Paul Baronic and all the folks that uh, he has touched as he is going through his battle with cancer. And we're going to hear that. Then we'll be back with the uh, boys' contest. So we'll bring you our Sarah Care moment of the game right after this timeout. This is Justin Schwartz, market president of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Time now for our Usera Care moment of the ball game, brought to you by the special people at Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And there's no doubt that there were plenty of moments in the game, but the three-pointer that Lauren Leapley hit fairly late in the fourth quarter from the left-hand corner, it went in and out and then bounced off the glass and in. You usually don't get that bounce off the glass when you're shooting from the corner. That's usually a little bit farther out where you might get the love touch. But that three ended up giving Gretna a lead that they would not relinquish, and that is our Usericare moment of the ball game. Again, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We've got about a 12-minute chat with Dirk Chatlin of the Omaha World Herald, and then we'll be back with the boys' contest, which will get underway right around 7-17 here this evening. Again, the final score, Gretna 57, Carney 54. And here is the interview that we had earlier today on the Doug and Daddy Show with Dirk Chatlin of the Omaha World Herald. 
Dirk Chatlin of the Omaha World Herald joining us here. We got a chance to talk to a great coach to start the show today and John Cook, and we've had a chance to cover a great coach, be friends with a great coach, and in fact, for Jim Langan, coach with a great coach in uh, Paul Baronic, who probably is not going to go undefeated against cancer. Many people do not, but uh, an article that you've been working on for maybe more than just uh, the last three weeks, Dirk, but what, uh, what, pointed you to the direction to write this article on Paul Baronic? Well, um, you know, I was at the UNK game, the first home game of the year against Shatteron State, um, and he was sitting courtside. And, you know, I knew he was going through cancer, um, you know, from, from back in the summer. But, you know, I don't think I'm – I don't think I'm saying anything that people don't know. It's, when you see Paul now, or when you saw him even a month ago, you know it, it doesn't it doesn't even really look like him. Um, and it's I think it's really hard, you know, just just to see Paul, you know, going through that, just from a physical standpoint. And then you 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 uh, juxtapose that, you know, that image of Paul with with these two sons who have all this energy, you know, Drake and Connor, who are very, very, very good at what they do. Uh, Drake is a phenomenal head coach and Connor's obviously a, you know, a big time talent on the court. Uh, and it's just, you know, it becomes very clear to you that, that, uh, that his legacy is, is wrapped up in, in these two, you know, these two guys. And, and obviously, you know, Riley, uh, and and you know dozens and hundreds of other players that he coached i mean it's um so it's a very compelling story from that standpoint and then you know the more time you spend around him and and i was you know i was standing next to him at the carney high creighton prep game uh i've i spent quite a bit of time with with drake and connor over the last few weeks and uh you know you just you can't help but be inspired by by being around this family and uh so you know the the you're just trying to sort of put that put that in perspective for the reader uh and give people who a lot of people do know who coach Baronic is but, but sort of give perspective to those who don't know who he is um and what he's going through and and what he'll leave behind because it's it's um it's a very sad story but it's also i think a positive story because you know you get to see the impact that one individual could have, not just on a team or his family, but but really an entire an entire area of the state. I mean, it's it's a uh, it is you know it's it's very very touching to see these tributes that are coming in from towns that used to play against Ravenna and and usually lose to Ravenna. Um, and I think it's just a testament to to, to Coach B's character. We're talking with Dirk Chatlin. If you haven't had the chance, go to Omaha.com and read the story on uh, Coach Baronic. Uh, and starting from where he started and building a dynasty and, as you said, watching his sons uh, do what they do now. And probably it will never go away in my lifetime. If it's not number one, it's it's tied for number one was the night that we got a chance to do Ravenna Bellevue West, which was talked about as much as any sporting event, I think, in this state's history, the build up to it. Usually you talk about great games after the fact. This had everything that you could have possibly wanted and was such a great 
not just night, but all that time leading up uh, to the game. I know there was some jealousy there. Everybody wants to beat the dynasty no matter what it is. If you're a Class A softball team or you're a Class D2 football team, uh, you, you want to beat the dynasty. You talked to so many people in this article, Dirk. What did you learn? What, what, what was one or two things that really are going to stick with you and, and stood out? Well, <laughs> I think I think it it reinforced. There's a lot of things. Um, again, you know, I, I think I, I got a glimpse of how good a coach Drake is, you know, and how good a coach he's going to be. I think he's, you know, he's he's so similar to his dad and how he runs a team. Um, you know, his use of language is, and I don't mean foul language, but just his his vocabulary just cracks you up when you listen to him. And I think Paul was, you know, Paul was the exact same way, but getting back to your main point, I think, you know, it's, it, it, it underscores or, or reinforces uh, the idea of, of tough love from a coach and the idea that, you know, the best ones, and, and this, this really hit me hard. The, the best ones, they they push you to do things that you didn't think you could do and and that that was that was so that hit me so hard in talking to former players and and many of them said it you know and i think it's the same thing with with educators you know with teachers in high school classrooms uh you know the 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 people that you really feel a connection to 20 years later or 30 years later uh, aren't necessarily, you know, the ones that, that you had the best relationships with or, the, you know, your, your best friends or whatever. It's, it's the people that, that, that persuaded you, that, that drove you, uh, to, that motivated you to do things that you didn't think you could do. And, and that, that is Paul Veronic to a T. I mean, he just, he nailed that part of education. He nailed that part of coaching. And uh, I think that's, you know, above all, I think that's that's why he's had the impact that he's had is because people who are around him recognize that he made them better. And uh, that's that's one heck of a legacy to leave. You know, Paul, one thing he did, too, is he, he looked at the players he had on a team. And if he had uh, two really great players, <clears throat> then he would build that team around and everybody had a role. And whether that was to pick up loose balls or to get back on transition layups, but everybody had a role. And the guy that had 39 points and 22 rebounds, hey, we need him, and they, he he knows he 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 feels good. But he, he Paul was make sure that we brought up the one guy that got the one loose ball or that saved that one ball, and we won by one point, and how important that was. And he made everybody feel good, no matter what their role was. He was very good at that. I, I know one moment that I. I think it's funny with Paul and I, and when you and I talked, I, I could have told you stories. I mean, I refereed the last game he ever won. I was at the game where he won his very first game. <laughs> I could have talked about a lot of things, but in the article you wrote, you wanted to hear about what he was like when he was younger. And, and I remember this, uh, I was telling Doug, we were making about $8,400 a piece coaching <laughs> three sports. And we thought we were raking it in. And, <laughs> and, and it's hard for me now because, you know, life was never better. And now the moments I have with Paul, I'll sit in the hospital with him for two hours. And maybe for two minutes, he'll remember who I am. And, you know, that's what's tough. Yeah. 
No, and he believed, uh, and, and you heard it. He said it after the after the Carney Creighton prep game. He told the told the players in the room. Uh, you referenced it with you know treating guys at the end of the bench with respect. He, he really believed in making the tent as big as possible and bringing everybody in, uh, making it an experience. You know, not just for the five guys on the court, but for the whole town, and that that plays, you know, that plays really well in a C2 school. And I think, um, you know, there, there's a lot of pride. There's, you know, the, the, the Carney kids are, or the Carney students are walking out the other night and he's, you know, he, he's not feeling good. And he's saying, you know, good job, Rowdies, good job, Rowdies. Uh, you know, he just, he, he believes in, in the whole experience. Uh, and he recognizes that it's better when everyone's involved. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of lessons to it. I mean, there's, you know, I wish I could print, you know, the, another 2,000 words of story, you know, the stuff that was in my notebook that, that didn't get into print. But uh, I think, you know, people who know Paul, they all have their own stories. Uh, and, you know, usually they, they usually they laugh when they're saying it because he was such a colorful character. Uh, but when you really boil it down, you know, to the life lessons, uh you know, everybody has their favorite. And, and for me, again, it comes down to just just getting people to do what they didn't think they could do and how that's really at the essence of coaching and education. Uh, and I, I just respect the heck out of guys like that. Paul Moronic, uh, great article. Last minute here with Dirk Chatlin. We'll let him get back to uh, to his day here. Dirk, uh, kind of a twofold. What was your first ever interaction with, with uh, Coach Moronic? Well, um, you know, I think I was honestly, I think, I think it was probably, you know, I, I'd probably seen him at the 05 state tournament, you know, when they won it. Uh, but, but I don't think I really watched him closely until 06. And I was at the Bellevue West game. I was sitting behind the basket, uh, you know, when he was, you know, he's, he's <laughs> going up and down the sideline going crazy. Um, so I think it was probably that. And then, you know, I had gotten a chance to talk to him a little bit. After that, I did a project in 2006 about how to build a basketball program, and I talked to 30 or 40 coaches around the state and did a big deal about it. And, you know, I talked to Paul for that. Uh, but but honestly, guys, and, and you know this, he was he was pretty intimidating. I mean, <laughs> you know, for a, for a young reporter uh, in my mid-20s or, what, or whatever, he was he was not the easiest guy to go up and talk to because he's, you know, he, he's, he's got that, that cold, uh, steely eyed stare. Uh, but, but again, I think once you get to know him, you, you, you start to laugh at him and you start to appreciate him and, and, you know, that tough love stuff that looks so hard and rigid from the outside, you kind of get a different view of that the closer you get to it. There are a lot of great coaches out there. Paul Baronic's not the only great coach. There are a lot of coaches that are very similar to what Coach Baronic has done, the way he touches people, the way he influenced kids' lives, and, and, and on and on and on. Is there anything, as we kind of wrap up, Dirk, that is truly unique uh, about Paul that stuck out to you? Uh, we, can, we can give 99 out of 100 that are the same with uh, coaches, great coaches or any coach, uh, but there's always something, one or two things that are uh, unique about each individual. You know, that's a, that's a tough one, and I, and I wish I had thought about that more. Um, I think his delivery, though, is different. You know, his, his, uh, his presentation uh, – and again, it, it cracks you up. I mean, these guys and Jim, you know it, Doug, you know it. 
these guys get together and they just tell story after story after story. And it's, you know, a lot of times it's the same thing that you would hear from a, from a really hard nosed coach, but the, but the delivery is just a, Paul's delivery was a little bit different. You know, sometimes it was the language that that he used. I mean, you know, talking about the honky tonk and stay away from the honky tonk on Friday nights. And, uh, you know, the first time I talked to him for this story, I was asking him about the Creighton prep game and he said, yeah, it's going to be a wing dinger. You know, it's just, you, you find yourself laughing at the way he, at the way he says things. Uh, so, so I think, I think, and, and that helped, to be honest, that helped kind of keep things fresh around his kid. I mean, that he was not predictable. Uh, and some, you know, some coaches are so organized. They're, they're very, uh, left brained, you know, point by point by point. And Paul wasn't that way. I mean, he was a little disorganized, uh, but I think that made him a little bit unique too. You don't find very many art teachers, who are legendary basketball coaches. So I think if, you know, there's a lot of things that are probably unique. That's one that sticks out in my mind. Well, Dirk, great job. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, write the article uh, about uh, a dear friend of ours. And uh, again, for those that haven't read it, hopefully they get that opportunity. And I know it'll be uh, one of those things that is savored forever. So thanks for that and uh, keep up the good work. Uh, have a great Christmas. We'll see you soon. Take care, guys. Thanks for having me on. That is Dirk Chatlin's interview with us on the Doug and Daddy Show here today.